thank you jesus thank you holy ghost limo kumana kasitia ele boskeli evrandos kezile bronno ko shekredi lekrede ko shekredi kedegedegedegede gasko zukrudo ko shekredegedegede ratakosia thank you holy spirit kishko sukrudos kezikedegedegede shakrudo ko shekredegedegedegede jakrudo ko shekedegedegedegedegede shakuko sikedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedegedeg
Come on, come in the men, come in the men, come in the men. Using the Sumi men as a point of contact. Use the Sumi men as a point of contact. We need more men in the kingdom. We need more men in the kingdom. Oh, we need more men.
In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I don't know where we lost it. I don't know where we, we missed it. The desire and the pursuit of Christ used to be men. In scriptures, in the Old Testament, a lot of men, a few women. I think the switch came when Jesus was resurrected. The first person he saw was a woman, Mary. And she was the first evangelist to be commissioned. Go tell my brothers that I've risen. And men refused to take the baton since then. I don't know why. But we must be conscious in our approach to mentor men and let them know that spirituality is not for the women alone. Spirituality is for all of us, for the betterness of society. I come with a burden today because in many homes, the women have taken the role of men, spiritual powerhouse, and now women. The women are the prayer warriors now. The women are called help me to help you to carry, not to carry fully. Praise God. And as we dive in and talk more, we're, we're going to see a lot of things. I intentionally, I'm happy we have some more fathers in the house. We use them as a point of contact, but we're going to pray at the end of the teaching today. I'll try to be as brief as possible. But we need men in the kingdom. And men we will get in the kingdom. Praise yeah. God. Hallelujah. Because the cycle keeps continuing where the men just play a, you know, they're just they just passive role in terms of spiritual authority. And then the sons grow up watching the father. So okay, this is the way to go, and they continue the cycle. I believe that if we have as more, I know, yeah, there are, there are more women, but if we have more men who love God and fear God, the impact in the society will be felt because of how they would organize and how they will lead their families. The reason why many women struggle is because you are fighting a battle you are not equipped to fight. You are fighting a battle. You are not commissioned to fight. You are to help in fighting. If you who is come to help to fight a battle is now pushed into the battlefront, say, you go, go and fight, no problem. You will realize that there will always be a point, a part that is missing. But I believe today, when we take hold of this spiritually, it will manifest in our lives. And there will be a ripple effect in the mighty name of Jesus. I've said it over and over again that nothing just happens. Many people 
many people have come to the understanding that what's going to be is going to be. No, nothing's going to be. We enforce things happening. And until we talk about this and prayerfully call our men, we may continue to struggle. Our average attendance of men is usually 10% of the women that come show. I mean, the same thing cuts across everywhere and the impact will be felt. So I want to go back to the origin of man. Praise God. And man in this context is not necessarily talking about the male species, talking about both man and woman. Then I would diversify and, and, and uh, we have to talk about the men. Amen? Praise God. Everyone still hear me clearly? If you hear me, say, I hear you. I hear you. Thank you. Psalms 8. Psalms 8. Let's, let's study. Psalms 8. I'm going to be very quick today, hopefully. Uh, thank, thank God we don't have our timekeeper in the midst. So good to have my brother, Philip, from uh, Antioch. My Antioch brother. Sir Philip, we welcome you today. God bless you, sir. Psalms 8, I read, I'm going to read the entire, uh, not, not everything, but. Thank okay, you, my yeah. You're welcome, sir. I'll, I'll read uh, from verse 1 to 9. 1 to 9. Stimulating here, I haven't seen her. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who had set thy joy above the heavens. Who had set thy joy above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the, thy heavens, the work of thy hands, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Mind, your mind is full of man. What is in man that you have put? I've talked a bit on it before, but I'm going to explore further today. What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visited him. What did you put in man that your mind is so full of him? For thou had made him a little lower than the angels in terms of physical energy and physical bodily structure. And has crowned him with glory and honor. Mark this word. So this man here is not talking about just the male. He's talking about both male and female. That's why I said every, this Bible study is for everybody. You have crowned him with glory and honor. I'm sure many of you in the, in the Nigerian front, you must have heard, ah, your glories or your, or, or your star. God has crowned every man with glory and honor. Thou has made, thou made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou has put all things under his feet. You know, uh, I think during the last Bible study, we, talk, we touched on it when, you know, the sea of O of the earth was handed over to man. 
all sheep and oxen, yeah, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. You gave him dominion. This is re-echoing Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Oh Lord our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. What is a man that you are mindful of him? What is a man that you are mindful of him? What is a man that you are what? Mindful of him. Your mind is full of him. What did you deposit in man? And I've shared with you that what God did was that he put a part of himself into man. He hid it in man. And man became a part of God. So without man, God is incomplete. And without God, man is incomplete. And I've shared over and over again that many people keep going over things. They are addicted to drugs. They are addicted to sex, alcohol, trying to feel that high. The reason why they try to always get high is because they are trying to access the most high without going through the most. They just go and attain a certain depth of height. And then when they get there, they come back. They get there, they come back. That's why many people die of overdose. Why? They are trying to go higher than they, they were the last time. Because getting high gets them, it gives them a temporal feeling of completion. But it's always incomplete. And then they come back to reality and say, no, I need to go higher. I need to go further. Praise God. And then they go again and take more and get very high. That they, they, they start to hallucinate, start to see in the spirit. Are you seeing that? They start to do what? See in the spirit. They start to see things that are not visible to the physical eye. Guess what? We who are in Christ, we see in the spirit. Hallelujah. Is somebody following me today? Let me know you're with me. Come on quickly. Let me know you're with me. Hallelujah. Is anybody with me? Yes, sir. Okay. Absolutely, sir. Praise God. So they try to climb and ascend. Every time they go a step further, they go a step further until the point where they get to, <laughs> they get to the point like Enoch. <laughs> they pleased the drugs and there were no more. They crossed to the other side. What they are trying to get is what you and I enjoy on the daily basis. They are trying to access peace because they are filled with such troubles. They do not know that there is a man called the Prince of Peace. That when he comes and activates peace in your life, irrespective of chaos all around you, your heart will be filled with such peace in the midst of trouble. Hallelujah. So these are the things that the enemy is trying to get. The people who do not know, they are trying to get to a point where scripture has made available to them easily. Praise God. They are trying to get to a place where we as children of God access on a daily basis. During the last Bible study, we were being ministered to by the Lord. 
and then there was an angel, and then there were many confirmations. I'm sure a crackhead would be like, wow, I would like to see what are you guys smoking? So, oh, yeah, it's called the Holy Ghost. Glory. So they are trying to get to the same point for using the back door. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except by me. So other people try to access the Father through divination. They try to access the Father through drugs, through alcohol, through sex. They are addicted. So it gives them a temporal high. Then they come back and they come back and they come back. They cannot access. Where are they trying to get to? They are trying to get to the Most High God. Some of them eventually pass on. I don't know if they get to meet him or not. Can I say anything? Praise God. Who is mad that you are mindful of him? The first thing that your born-again experience guarantees you is reconciliation with him. Genesis chapter 2 and 3 down, you see that God comes to fellowship with man. Our essence of this journey is fellowship. The reason why we talk many grammar, we study different fellowship, fellowship, reconcile. In the beginning, there was fellowship, and then fellowship got broken. And now Jesus came to reconcile. That's why he was teaching the people about the Father. And then the people who knew the law of Moses, because they saw a dimension of God and thought this is all there is to God, they didn't know that God is also the God of love. They were fought against that revelation. They killed him for uh, treason. Praise God. I need to let me know you are following me quickly so that I don't miss some points. And yes, then... And then we come back to reconcile. And now we are. Oh, I need to share a scripture I was meditating on last night. I want to I chew on that scripture for many, 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 many nights. I hope God allows me to, to, to press. Let me, I just need to, it, it's so amazing. I need to, to touch on it again. Ephesians chapter 2, quickly. Ephesians chapter 2. Oh Jesus, Kelibonko Penekesia, Zephren Ekoto Kubeleketia. Ephesians chapter 2, verse, let me read from verse 14 and then verse 18. Woo! Gradush. For he is our peace, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Hey! Who is our peace? Christ. He is our peace. He is our peace. He had made us both one. He broke down the middle wall of partition between us. I apologize for people with a Catholic background, but the, the example I just want to use that scenario, you know, painted clearly where you know, you go for confession, then you speak to it. There is a partition and you speak into it to the father and the father. So you don't know the father. The father doesn't know you. But this scripture is telling us, hey, he is what? Our peace. That's what he said. He's our peace. Hallelujah. He's our peace. He broke down. He made us one and broke down the partition, the middle wall of partition that was between us. So we don't need a middle man to talk, tell him 
that I love him. You know those days when we're growing up, when we used to write letter, we will look for a friend to the lady that we're trying to talk to, and then we will will write the letter and give to the friend. Or you use the friend as a middle agent to tell uh, her or tell him that this, 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 and then they keep going back and forth. What betide you if the middleman is in love with the person you are, or is in love with you, <laughs> or in love with the person you are sending in love to? Where you say, you say you are a goat, you say you have big head. It will spoil your market. Praise God. We don't guarantee, we cannot trust the result of a middleman. So he came. He, who is he? The Prince of Peace. Our peace, who came? He had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Verse 18 was what I was meditating on last night. Oh, God help me. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. You see the unity of the Godhead, the God, the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. By him, through Jesus, we now have access by the Holy Ghost to the Father. Through Jesus, we both have access by, oh Lord, I don't want to go into it. I was meditating on this scripture throughout the night. That was my fellowship last night. Oh, through Jesus, I have access. And that takes me to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. He said, now come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find the grace you require in time of need. Find grace to help. So through him, through him. Oh, somebody say through him. We both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So I'm not a stranger before the Father. I'm not, no, I'm not a stranger. I'm not a guy that comes there shy. I'm not there afraid. I'm not there shaking. I come boldly. Why? That's my father I also came. Whereby we have the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Eli Mokosia. I'm digressing, I know, but it's for a purpose. I know somebody will gain their, their confidence back. Somebody will gain their assurance back in the mighty name of Jesus. Through him, we have access. We both have access by one spirit unto the father. So let me go back. What is a man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visited him. I've told you that God put a part of himself in man. He put his breath in man. And man became a living soul. He put his breath. The breath of God is what sustains man, not your heartbeat. Revelation for another day. The breath of God in you is what sustains you. Not your heartbeat. Men who lack understanding think that they are who they are by their exercise. Have you not heard of the most healthy people? The most healthy athletes die doing exercise. What killed them? Heart attack, high blood pressure, whatsoever. But there are some people that are not exercising and are lazy. But his grace and his mercy sustains them. Praise God. So what is a man that you are mindful of him? You have made him to have dominion over the works of thy hand. Thou hast put all things under his feet. So I'm not going to go through that. If you, if you need to explore more on this, go to the message we did uh, last week. Uh, last week where we touched on, on this subject about dominion and uh, prophesy as you're commanded. Praise God. 
Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. Galabokodia. Anybody blessed on this night? Everybody, anybody blessed this night? Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. Oh, let me read from verse 5, just for context. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And he made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be all glory and dominion forever and ever. And had made us kings and priests unto God. He had made us what? Kings and priests unto God. He made us king. That's why he's called the king of kings. He's not called the king of kings as in the kings of the earth. No, he had made us kings and priests. So he is our king. So when he calls, every time he declares, I am the king of kings, he's acknowledging that you are a king. So until you walk in the consciousness of the reality of who you are in him, you do not give him glory. So if you walk and live as a beggar, you walk and live as one under, you know, I've told people, stop saying, oh, because you're trying to be so humble, and then you say, I'm a nobody. So you mean he is a king of nobodies. That means you are trying to tell Jesus, your master, that in the village of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Do you understand what I'm talking about? But he, is, he had made you kings so that he, will become king of kings. So for every time you manifest and walk in dominion, you give power and adoration to him. Hallelujah. For a, the, the, if I'm an ambassador of Nigeria and I'm sent to Kuwait, or Kuwait, I don't know what it's called. I'm sent there and then I enforce the dominion and authority of my kingdom, my domain, Nigeria, in there, if it's those days where you can conquer and take on more territories. And then in my bravery and my, you know, skillful swordsmanship, I'm able to obtain victory and I declare, in the name of the king or president Nigeria, I declare that Kuwait is now in Nigerian territory. What happens? More power and more glory goes to who? My king. Is anybody with me? Come on, quickly confirm that you're with me. When I declare and enforce the kingdom, yes, yes, sir. That's yes, sir. What the scripture said to us when he said, he said, teach all nations of the earth, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. What was he saying? He was telling you that go and enforce and ensure you gain more ground for the kingdom. Amen? Go and gain more ground for the kingdom. Go and gain more what? Ground. Cover more ground. The king don't need to fight any battle again. I'm here on his behalf. So I come in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous running and they are saved. But now he's telling us to go forth and enforce I come in the name of the Lord and I declare my environment, my home, and everywhere all around me 
is now the territory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory comes to him. Because when they come to him and say, show us the territory, the ground that I have covered of conquered in his name is allocated or allotted to him. Hallelujah. So when he's called the king of kings, he's not a king that is of weak kingship. No, his throne. When the reason why England is such a powerful nation to this day is because of the glory of the nations that submit to them. They were able to conquer on his behalf. Am I speaking to people today? Please follow me quickly. So when we do not take our place as kings, he has made you what? Kings and priests to the Lord. So one of the first roles of a man you are a king, you are a priest. Praise God. You are a what? King and you are a priest. Uh, we've, we've touched on this where I said, where the word of a king is, there is what? Power. Where the word of a king is, there is what? Power. Power. Praise God. So one of the things we dealt with that, last week about the authority of a king. Praise Jesus. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 4, where the word of a king is, there's power. So that's one of the rights of your kingship is that your word carry power. Your words do not fall to the ground. Praise God. There is power in the word of God. And what is the word of God? The word of God in your mouth, in the mouth of a believer, is like a bullet to the gun. It carry power. Praise God. I'm not repeating a lot of things I need to say are connected, but I'm just going to pass through, catch up on the message last week so that you catch exactly what I'm saying. But now let's go to, let's touch on kingship briefly, kingship briefly. Uh, go to Job chapter 22. Go Job, Job chapter 22. I want to read from verse 21. It's a long read, 21 to 30, 21 to 30. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth and lay up his words in thine heart. Lay up his what? Words in your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You remember that? Out of the abundance, what is in your heart is what your mouth will speak. There's no such thing as, oh, I spoke that by mistake. No, it is what you have kept there that will come out. Praise God. And so now here we're reading verse 22. Receive, I pray thee, the law, which is also the word from his mouth, the Rema word I spoke to you. Receive it. Meditate on it. Look on it. Lay up his words in your heart. Let the prophetic words that you have received meditate so much that it, you carry it in your heart. Take his word, the remnant word of God that you've studied from scripture. Take his word and lay it in your heart so that whenever you speak, his word is what will come out. If thou shall return, verse 23, if thou return to the almighty, thou shall be built up. Thou shall put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. If you return to God, you'll be built up. You are away from God, you are shattered. You are not complete. You cannot be complete without him. But when you come back to him, you are built up, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying the Holy Ghost. You see that? Verse 24, then 
shall thou lay up gold as dust, our gold people in the house. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust. What is the prerequisite to getting this gold as dust? Lay up his words. Receive the word from his mouth. Lay up his words in your heart. Return to the Almighty so that you are built up. Then you put away iniquity far from your, your tabernacles. Then you qualify to lay up gold as dust and the gold of offer as the stones of the brooks. Yes, the Almighty shall be thy defense and thou shall have plenty of silver. What is God telling you here? It is not natural for you to be poor under his leadership, under his kingship, under his directorship. Praise God. Then you will lay up gold as dust. You will have plenty of silver. For then shall thou have, then shall thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shall lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt do what? Pay thy vows. Then when you have fulfilled all this requirement, thou shalt also decree a thing. Also meaning that decree is not the first thing. There are many things that happen before you get to the point of decree. You shall also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy way. So my decree causes light, brings illumination to my ways. Is somebody following me tonight? Your yes, light Lord. shall shine upon your ways. The light, direction, clarity. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say there is a lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, and it is delivered by the pureness of thy hand. I want to stay on two scripture verses here, 28 and 29. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light of God will shine upon your ways. When you have darkness, there's darkness on your path. You know not what to do. You go back to the verses. What would you do? You lay his word in your heart. You take the word that he has spoken. You put it in your heart. You will speak. You will put iniquity far from your tabernacle. Then you will decree. You will lay a boat and, and decree a thing and it shall be established. It also talks about a form of prayer. It is not bad for you to lack direction sometimes. It happens to every one of us. But it is bad if you stay in that place for long. I repeat, it is not wrong for you to say I'm confused. Is anybody hearing me tonight? Anybody? Yes, sir. It is not yes, wrong for you to say I don't know what to do. Like I said, it happens to every one of us. It happens to me a lot of times, but I don't stay there. I don't dwell there. I don't start calling everybody. Hey. 
You can have a prophetic company that you can reach out to. But the first thing to do is go back to him, your creator. Go back to him for his word. I've told you many times when I preach. The only time I'm confused and worried is that if I don't have a word. Oh, you, you, you don't want to see me in that state. I, I act faithless. Why? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing of his word. Hearing is rhema word. Faith comes by what? Hearing. If I have not heard, I'm very confused. Recently happened to me, I felt stuck. I felt stuck. What am I to do? What's the next thing? My job? Ministry? Family? What's going on? I felt stuck. So what did I do? I went to him. I went to him who has the plan of my life. I cried to him. I didn't come there as BPP. <laughs> I didn't come there as Pastor Steve. I didn't come there as Daddy Steve, as my friends call me. I came as a son who needed direction from his father. Jesus, I need a word. What's on your heart concerning this matter? I wept before him like a baby. And I'm sharing this intentionally so that you don't feel like you are not spiritual when you are confused sometimes. I felt stuck. Thank God for godly wives. I shared with my wife, say, I don't know what's going on. And she started to release words into my heart. She was speaking words into my heart. She was speaking prophetic words. And I was like, come on, man, a queen, come on now. Speaking intentional words, because that's not the time. If, he, if I'm crying and she cries louder, we are in trouble. But why? These are the things that she's been taught. These are the things she's, been, she's learned. We have each other's back. So when I'm weak, your strength is made manifest in my weakness. That's not the time to start to kick me and say, you weak man. I thought you said you are strong. Hallelujah. Thank you, man. Praise God. And then God showed up. Showed up. He cleared the doubts. Oh, God is a doubt clearer. God is a doubt. The first person you should turn to is him. If you are not in a state of mind to receive from him, then you can reach out to prophetic company or friends that you pray together. Look, God is quick to fix you up so that you get back on the road immediately. I know this message is targeted at many of you. As always, you will say at the end that, yes, this was me. That's why the Lord highlighted, I said I was going to share this. So don't look at me and think I've got it all figured out. Today I've got it figured out. But there's a phase that I get to that I, I need to know what, what's the next move. Then I go back to him. Who has the master plan? Then he reveals. The Bible says we prophesy in parts. We know in parts. If he shows you everything, you won't come back to him again. I know many of you here, once you have caught everything, you won't come back to for Bible study. What do, what do they want to teach you that I don't know? But each and every day, God keeps opening and opening things up to us. Hallelujah. So in that moment, you cry to him, go back, Jesus, you called me. What's your plan? 
what am I doing? Am I on the right track? Am I running? Are the things I'm doing, are they my passion? Or are they your will? Are they your, is that your purpose? Am I on the right track, oh God? I cried like a baby. Yeah, I'm a baby in front of you. I'm a baby per se, but you know what I'm talking about. And then that night he showed me a vision. The next day, he gave me a sign in my place of work. And today he just confirmed everything that don't worry, I got you. Ah! Well, I want to get God. Quickly restore the confidence. The Bible says in Hebrews 10 35, cast not away thy confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Because if you stay in that state too long, the enemy can strike. The worst place to be is in the front of a battle and you are not holding your sword firmly. When you are walking in doubt, your hands are loose because you are not sure if the strike will. You get what I'm talking about. Am I, am I alone on this path? Let me just stay on my lane. I'm alone, truly. Not at all, sir. Turn back to him. And that's what's going on. You're not alone, sir. Oh, finally, my men are coming. That's good. I love it. Praise God. That's what scripture say. When men are cast down, yes, you too, you'll be cast down. But you will say there is a lifting up. Why? Not because you are just confessing. Many people have been confessing, 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 and it's not working. God will not tell you what does not work. What he's saying is that you will decree a thing and it shall be established unto you and the light will shine upon your ways. When you are cast down, because light has shone upon your ways, then you know your path and you declare there is a lifting up. You declare what? There is a lifting up. Am I, am I, am I, am I communicating today? The light will shine upon your way. Yes, Not that you are down, you just say, yeah, uh, there is a lifting up. Uh, in Jesus, no, no, no. Read the scripture. Read it to see what it says. Verse 27. Thou shalt make your prayer unto him, and he will hear you. Jesus, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? What is in your heart concerning the next phase of my life? and he shall hear thee. Because in that place that you are, many times we make a vow. Lord, if you will direct me. Lord, if you will save me. Lord, if you do this, I will do this, this, this. He said, when he has heard you, make sure you pay your vows. Then you decree a thing. It is established unto you. And light illumination. The reason why many people get depressed and overwhelmed is because of darkness. I cannot see my way. I can't see my future. I can't see tomorrow. I don't know what to do. Darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved and God said, 
thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established. When the spirit of God moves and you decree a thing, it is established. What happened? What was the first thing God said? Let there be light. Another translation says, light be. When there's darkness, that's why you lose hope. That's why somebody will commit suicide. Why? They cannot see themselves in tomorrow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Bible says. So what do I do in that time? I say, I make my prayer to him. You said to come boldly to the throne of grace, to obtain mercy and find grace. Lord, ah, I need mercy right now. I need grace right now because I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. All I'm trying to do is not working. Ah, thou shalt make your prayer to him and he will hear you. He will hear you. He will hear you. When you are done praying, then you begin to declare. I declare that I'm the child of God. I declare that I'm the king's king. I declare that he has made me king and priest. I am a king. All things are working together. I declare that light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend then you decree a thing and it shall be established unto you and the light shall shine upon your ways. The light will shine upon your ways. Clearly, you will see, ah, this is what to do. And then others who are in the same position but don't have the way out, they will say they are cast down, but your own testament, because illumination has just come, the Holy Ghost has just given you a navigation, he has just shown you the path of life, he has just shown you what to do, and your testimony shall be, there is a lifting up, there is a, there is a lifting up, the one who saw you walk into prayer depressed, when you came out of it, you are smiling, you are not looking down anymore, you are Declaration changes. There is a lifting up. Not by confessing. There is a lifting. No. That's not what he's saying. Light is what causes you to say, mm, no, this is not the end. Oh, <laughs> this is not the end. This is not the end. This, no, there is, ah, there is a lifting up. My future is bright. I know it. Though others may have passed before me, but I know that there is a lifting up. There is a lifting up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody ought to rejoice there because that's the word of the Lord to you. There is a lifting up. <laughs> Weeping the endure through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, your morning is coming alive in the name of Jesus. Light shines in your darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend. You are no longer confused. Amen. You are no longer Amen. frustrated. 
Amen. You come out and tell your wife there is a lifting up. Yes, sir. My wife was trying to encourage me again. I said, no, I'm okay now. I've got it now. I've got the light. I've seen something. God has shown me something. Don't need to console me anymore. I'm good. And she said, hallelujah. You can't keep a man with illumination down for long. She said to me, I, I'm worried about, I said, I'm good. I'm out of that now. For I went back to the drawing board, went back to him. And he said, go ahead, I'm with you. It looked as if time is passing behind you. Look at everyone is moving ahead of you. But I said, no. He spoke prophetically to me. Your assignment is unique. Your calling is different. And she reminded me of visions that I have told her. I said, ah, it's true. It's true. Light. Amen. The light will shine upon your way. Others will say there's a casting down. Your testament will be there's a lifting up. And you will save the whole person. Praise Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4, priests. Hebrews chapter 4. Oof. Another day I need to touch on the subject of rest. Hmm. Hebrews chapter 4, let me read from verse 8. I'm just going to pass. I just pray the spirit of revelation will know who will be there. Verse 8. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. There remains a rest. There is a rest. Father, I just want to pass through. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did for this. For there he that is entered into his rest, he also has seized from his own works as God did from his. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joint and marrow, and is a descender of the thought and intent of the heart. I'm passing through, Lord, please, I'm passing through. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. All things are plain before him. Nothing is hidden. One of the graces that I walk in is the ability to discern spirits that operate in ghost mode. I, 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 I pick them out. I picked them up. Like one spirit that was sent to us after our wedding. 
course, no, you can't see it. But the angel of the Lord came and showed me the vision and said, this is he that was sent from. So he called the address where it was sent from to hinder your blessing after your marriage. Everything is plain before him. So I connect to his eye view and then I see all things. That's not where I'm going. Let's go to verse 14. That's where I'm going. Seeing then that we have a high priest, a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we were. Yes, without saying, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We don't have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. So when I'm calling Jesus, I'm confused. I don't come there shy or hiding. No, he understood what it is because he was in the garden. He was in the garden of Gethsemane. He said, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. But then the spirit man quickened and said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. So he understands when I come crying, oh God, I lack direction. He said, I understand. I was there once. I'm interceding on your behalf. We have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Some of you come before God with macho. You come with strong, Lord, you know, I don't want to bother you. Who will I bother, sir? That cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He knows what I'm going through. So he's praying for me. He said to Peter, Satan wants to save you as wheat, but I have prayed that your faith fail thee not. Because what Satan had done in the court of heaven, if Peter, after denying Jesus, he would not have recovered, he would have killed himself. Because he loved him. When Jesus said, some of you will betray me, Peter said, ah, not me. Oh, not me. Some of you would deny me. He say, it can't be me, sir. I swear with my life. Probably the devil took that accusation, that word, and went to the court of heaven. Say, this man just promised what he cannot deliver. Therefore, let me take him. Let me save him as wheat. But Jesus came. I have prayed for you. Has Jesus prayed for you? Did he pray that he don't go through temptation? No. I have prayed that your faith Fail thee not. Hmm. I sense a fresh anointing. Fresh. Fresh. I won't touch this anointing. I, I, this is new. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I sense it. New, new, new anointing. Ooh. I could preach for hours. I could go on like this. Do you sense it? Do you sense, do you sense it? I have prayed that your faith fail thee not. So 
So I cried before him. I need help. I have people looking up to me for direction. Lord, I need direction. And he comes. So this is what he needs. Don't be too macho and get kicked out of your destiny. Paul prayed. And Jesus said, my strength is made manifest in your weakness. Ah, Paul said, sir, say God. Just paraphrasing. And Jesus said, God. He said, I will glory in my infirmities. I will do what? Glory in my weaknesses. Your strength will be made perfect. Lord, I'm weak. Lord, I'm so weak that I don't know what to do. So your strength may be made manifest in my life. You receive energy. It feels to go on and you continue your journey. So the priest is interceding on behalf of the family. The man should stand before God crying for the destiny of his family. Seeking direction from the Lord. And then he's able to turn to the family and prophesy. Oh, say the Lord. There is a lifting. There is a lifting. There is a lifting. There is a lifting. Where did he hear it that there was a lifting? Light shone on his way. So in the place of interceding and covering the family, like the mother head covering the family. Light shines. There is a lifting. And he go back. When the wife comes to say sorry, eh? say, no, don't tell me sorry no more. Light has come. What? Prophet, I've heard from the Lord. And I declare unto the family, there is a lifting. Genesis chapter 18, verse 17. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him. Ooh, I know him that he will command his children and his household after him. He will reproduce himself and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. For I know him, he will command his children, not only his children, his household, everyone under his command and control. He will cause them to keep the way of the Lord, to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring to pass that which he has said. As a father, can God say he knows you? As a mother raising sons, can God tell your son that he knows him because of your tutelage? 
I think it was group five that had their Bible study and a conversation arose. What manner of man is this Joseph? And they saw that he was raised by a good mother. So mothers, I'm talking to you too. Timothy, his genealogy was traced to his grandmother. Grandmother, mother, raised him. And he became a faithful steward. God that knows all things. God that does not see eye service. God that sees all things, nothing hidden. Say, I know him. He will command his children after him. One, after him. Not, he will tell them to do something that he is not doing. Am I communicating tonight? It's a bit hot tonight, but let's bear, bear with us. Okay, yes, sir. I will command him to, he will command the children to be after him. After him. Not only his children. Are you under my house? You must follow me. Ah! The man of the house, not just man of the house, to so just be making command. Go on, on me, yam. He will command the entire household. Many women are doing the job of the men. Lazy generation of men. Lazy. I don't know. But I declare they are waking up. I decree and I declare by the unction of the Holy Ghost that the men are waking up in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Want to pray? 30 minutes and you're tired. No, the man will, come on. If I don't even say, just keep praying longer. They will drag, they will join. And people are laughing. Sometimes in the nighttime when I'm, I'm, I'm downstairs worshiping and just crying before my door, my children wake up and just come lie next to me. Even though I was done, I stay longer. Why? Let them see that daddy is vulnerable before God. And they ask, why are you crying? They say, I'm worshiping God. Did God beat you? No, I love him. Are you crying because you love him? I say, yes. So, okay, it has registered. Am I communicating tonight? My daughter said the other day, she said, Daddy is always praying. I'm sure they will ask them, what does your father love to do in? In, in school. Oh, my father, he loves to pray. <laughs> How about another one whose report is he loves to drink and he loves to beat my mommy? For some others, my father loves to read. Exemplary lives as fathers. Wake up, men. Wake up. Because children reproduce what they see, not what you say. I know Abraham. 
I know him physically, I know him spiritually. Jesus said, know no man after the flesh. Or in scripture, not Jesus. He will command you. Not every time violence with love. Let them watch you. Don't push them away when you are praying. Don't push them away when you are, you are worshiping. Let them be there. Let them watch. Let them make noise sometimes. Correct them when you know they have age to hear. But let them be there. You think children are too young until you hear of a woman called Elizabeth pregnant with John the Baptist and another woman named Mary pregnant with Jesus. And when Elizabeth heard the salutations of Mary that the baby in her womb leaped and was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she started to prophesy. The baby that was in the womb could sense an anointing, leaped and the mother was filled with the Holy Ghost and started to prophesy. A baby in the womb could sense God's presence and you think a 13-year-old is too small to comprehend the mysteries of God. They are joking. The world is, is mentoring our children under our noses. Everywhere you turn, they are quick to introduce gay agenda, introduce violent videos on YouTube. Mentoring our children right under our nose. I knew a family member who had very strict, strict, the strictest of strict home. The gates are high. You don't go out anyhow. You know, forceful devotions and all those things. But in the midst of them, when I visited one time and I spoke to the boy that living in this close this thing, I said, how can you get this bad under this kind of home? The bad, I was not born again then. I was a bad boy then. But my bad boy was a learner in front of this small boy's badness. Descend your children. Descend them by the Spirit. Pick up signals. Ask God. Rebecca had trouble in her stomach. She went before God, prayed the prayer of inquiry, and God said, without scan in those days, she knew she was carrying two nations. Without scan, scan cannot tell you which one will be greater than the other. Technology has limited our people. He said, what is the destiny of this child? Let up Aradia. Your child has not come yet. What is the destiny of the children you will commit to my hand, oh God? Descend them so you can guide them aright. Not what you say. Do it. They will see you and they will table after. Because when they're in confusion and they start to think, what do I do? Do I join my friends to drink? Oh, I see that every time that he's in a situation, he, he goes and he starts to cry before God. And your child goes and starts to cry before God. And God will speak to that child. Don't be like Aaron. 
the high priest, his children offer strange fire before the Lord. They were sleeping with church members in the tent of God. The father was high priest. Don't be like Samuel, a man so accurate in the prophetic that his voice never fell. His word never fell to the ground. His children, zero to write home about. It is said that pastor's children are usually the worst, not my own. Not my what? Own. And the reason is simple. Because the pastors go to minister to the whole world and forget those at home. Let them fall in love with Jesus the way you fell in love with him. This is how you affect your society. Abraham will command his children, and not only his children, as long as you're under my authority, you will follow this God, not by force, but by example. You can't force people to love God. No, they will rebel. This family I know, the garden first, but the rebellion was, was high. Ow! I said, hey, is this possible? Me, that was a bad boy. I knew my liver, no, no reach this one. Deception. Descendant, let God speak to you about your children. Carry your mouth and decree and prophesy over them. Fathers, this is your responsibility. Don't push it to your mother, to the mothers. I know there are many mothers here who are playing the role of a father. My prayer is the Lord will strengthen you. And in the fullness of time, he will bring responsible men to you to help you enter into his rest. In the name of Jesus. I used to be afraid and worried. And I say jokingly, but I'm serious. Am I the last good man that was married? What happens to my sisters that are not yet married? What happens to the ladies that are looking to God, praying? But God helped me to know there are 3,000 that have not bowed. There are men he's raising. There are men he's grooming. There are men he's preparing. So you to prepare yourself so that you don't come and destroy the destiny that God has prepared for many years. Pray. Let your eyes be open. Shine your eyes. Make your hair look good. Don't say I'm a born again sister. It's the spirit that counts. Men see. I can't cook for you. It's Bible study time. Hey, sister, go and cook. God understands. You submit, you submit to him to the point that he submits back to you. Let's take this Christianity into our homes. Let it, let it reproduce. Be kind. I don't know if anybody is getting blessed by this message tonight. Anybody? Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You will keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. How do you judge a matter? Are you one-sided? 
Are you in the house telling your children to go and tell your neighbor that you are not at home? They are watching all those things. Why must you do it? So that the Lord may bring unto you as the head of the home all that God has spoken. You don't go up and down confess, confessing and declare, God, you have said this. No, this is one of the ways to bring about the manifestation of God's declaration over your life. For I know him, he will command his children and his household after him. That's why the nations of the earth are blessed by this man. Why? God knew him. God could trust him that the lineage of his son, Jesus, can come through this man. Man. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 6, verse 8. Maybe this may be my last scripture. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. If any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith. He has taken the death of Jesus and he has rubbished it and thrown it back to Jesus, even though he's in church every Sunday, lifting up holy hands. He's worse than an infidel. Jesus, yeah, speaking. That this faith that you confessed and you declare faith, and he said, You are now, you have taken the faith. You are like those who they want to kill. Deny Jesus. You say, Yes, you deny. That, he said, That's what he has equated you to. Many will say, Ah, there's no job the country is hard. I understand. But once your heart is set to it, God provides. God does what? He provides. Many responsible men littering the earth today. Many that I'm aware of. Sometimes I talk to my sisters from different places, many, many people in Abuja, in Potato, very different places. And then when they start to speak, I say, wait a minute, does he do this, this, this? They say, well, how do you know? They think I'm speaking prophetically. No, someone from the South said the same thing. You see what I said about you not planting a seed? These ground will produce wheat, and the wheat has the same characteristics. They are dogged. Talk to two women that you've never met, that don't know each other, that are going through marital issues. Talk to two of them. Put this one in this room, put this one in the same room, and record, and switch the tape, and play it. They'll say, ah, this is my... The only difference is this is not my voice, but this is what I'm going to do. And it's not their fault, too. What they have seen from their fathers, they have seen their fathers beating their mothers, so they think it's natural to beat their wives. They've seen the fathers in the morning wake up, drink ogogoro with chewing stick, and sit down. Then the mother carries load with the child in the back, goes to farm, and farm, get food, go and sell, and bring food to the house, and the man will come. The meat is too small. You are not submissive. One. And then they grow praying for God to give them a husband that is a wife that is rich and has a job. 
so that you can suffer the woman. Not in this, not in so many. No, not here. I will pray you away. I will do what? I will pray you away. And my sister's hearing me. I'm not saying everybody are doing these things intentionally. No, I, you know what I'm talking about. The ones that this your life go. There are people who go through hard times and they are struggling to make ends meet for their family. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about those ones that sit down and wait for their women to go. To the point, I heard a story that my, my I, I almost threw up where a, a man came, a rich man wanted to sleep with uh, the man's wife. And the man was just telling her that I want to do this thing to help us. Now, is it not just, ah! Oof. I'm anointed, so I have to be careful what I say at this point. You think the woman will carry all her intelligence and wisdom and, and come and submit to foolishness? God, Jesus did not say to submit to stupidity. Ah, let me round up. Last scripture, Ephesians chapter 5. Is somebody blessed by today's exhortation? Anybody blessed? Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Let me read from verse 21. Ephesians 5 21. I'm going to read some scriptures. Submitting yourselves to one to another in the fear of God. Men are quick to go to this scripture and say it is the woman that should submit to the man. Look at what Paul was saying. Submitting to yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Not in this ministry where we see women, you know, many people in, in ministries, you know, the women submit to the pastor of the church, but don't submit to their husband. That's wrong. And I'm not going to accept it. Submit to your own husband as unto the Lord. Everything is done as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. The husband should act as the savior. Go and carry cement. Go and do nonsense work so that your family, your children can work. My father kept telling us that he has sacrificed himself so that we can become what we are. What was his salary? What was his job? He wasn't, he wasn't educated. He didn't have the privilege to be educated. So he walked tirelessly, many nights, struggling. The day he took me, I was resuming university, and then he took me to travel with them, with his boss, when was working with him, and then we traveled together, and I saw where my father slept on the floor. 
And he, even in that state, he still ensured that I got a comfortable place to sleep while he goes to the floor. He doesn't care about himself so that I can go to school and live a better life. That's what fathers do. Even many of his pairs called him foolish. That is wasting money in training children. That you enjoy your life. All of them today are watching him say, wow, you're a wise man. Now, many of them that are wise enough are now struggling to train their children. For many of them, it's too late. But when they had the energy at the time, they didn't do it. I saw my father sleeping on the floor, tears from the man. There's no shame in that. So that my children can go to school. The husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. He's the savior of the body. Christ paid the price. He died for you and I so that we can be called the children of God. To them that received him, he gave power. He didn't just give power by saying, I give you power. He went and suffered the things that we are not able to suffer. We cannot survive that suffering. As the head, he gave his life so that we can be alive. He was poor so that we can be made rich. He went through it all. And scripture tells us the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. What did Christ do for the church? He's the savior of the body. He covers the family and so spiritually no harm comes near them. Physically no harm comes near them. I'd rather die than watch harm come to my children. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husband in everything. Husband, love your wives even as Christ also love the church and gave himself for it. What is your comparison? As Christ, as unto the Lord, he gave himself for it. 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the wall. That he might sanctify and cleanse his wife with the washing of water by the wall. With words Edified with words built, many people with words they have destroyed. Yes, you are too fat, you are too this, you don't have big end, you don't have words destroying the self esteem of the one that should hold you when you are weak. If I did not build my wife up when I was in a down state, who would have given me words that came as energy and life source that rejuvenated my strength? Push me to the place where I need to go back to my king because I am as unto the Lord. Christ is my own boss. She reports to me. I report to Christ. Sanctify. Cleanse it with the washing of water by the wall, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. You should cook your wife up, man, and present her to yourself so that the world will come and start saying, wow, 
then you know what you did. Why? When God gave her to you, he gave you a raw material. You have to shape it, build it up in the way that you want it to go. Today, many people talk and rejoice about Peggy's Kitchen. My first taste of her food was not good. And I said, God, if this is the test of the calling you have, because you have told me she's my wife, I don't mind. I will eat out. I will manage. I won't, I won't reject her because the food was not good. With words, with prophetic words. I'm a prophet. I prophesy in my home. Prophesy. Today she gets, um, what's it called? What do they call this thing? Um, this cooking stuff. I don't know what they call the. Recipes from the Holy Ghost. People eat the food, get healed. Build her up. Words. Bless her. Words. You shall say there is a lifting up. Why? Get illumination on her behalf. You are prophet. On her birthday, lay your hands on her and declare words that you want to see. I like some things, some, you know what I'm saying? I spoke it to be. Everything I said has come to pass today. Words. That's what scripture said. There was times of struggle, yes, where you grow and you begin to do this. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church. Some people train their wives in the university, train them up. Yeah, I know there are stories of people training people and then they go get someone. And that's now I'm talking about, but this one. train her, invest in her, spend money on her. Then present her to yourself. Not having spot or recall. Many people will come and say, wow. Many men that are still single, hear this. There are people who you are looking for ready-made. If anybody was ready-made, they will not be available for you to meet. So God hides them in a raw form and use your spiritual discernment to discern that this is my wife. She may not look like what it is I'm after now. Likewise, women, you must be able to discern that this is my husband. He may not look like what it is, but with my words, I can build him up. With my words, I can invest in the prayer. I can pray and he will become because God is the one. My wife was saying something to my mentor's uh, wife, Mama Kaya. Say anytime she wants me to do something and I'm not, I'm being stubborn and I'm sharing some secrets now. And, you know, I'm not listening to what she said. She goes to the Holy Ghost and say, Holy Ghost, you are the one that speaks to this man or you are the one that this man listens to. Speak these things to him and me to I'll come there. And the words will not enter. I say, yes, Lord. <laughs> who is the Lord? We know who the Lord is. Praise God. Wake up, call to men. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. Can you beat yourself? Will you not look foolish standing in the mirror and you're slapping yourself mm, mm, and punching yourself? They will take you to Yaba left. American people, that's a psych war. Yaba left. 
So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife, loveth himself. You don't love your wife, you don't love yourself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bone. Verse 32, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So marriage is a picture of Christ and the church. Marriage is a what? It's a picture of Christ and the church. So men, wake up. By prophetic declaration, I call on the men, wake up. In the name of Jesus. Wake up. In the name of Jesus. Take your place. As priests. And go back to your family. With the word of the Lord. Prophesying over them. So that God can say. Concerning you. I know you. You will command your wife. You will command your children. You will command everyone that's in your household after you. Praise God. Anybody blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. The atmosphere is charged enough to convert many things. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lepokopetia, unmute your mic. Lebebebemekositi fenemekosiakata. Kenibro sifradi kavanso sukatia. Este benemekotukutia karabanoshe kiti. Raga ba 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 kose ne me ne me ne kotoroko sheke deke. Lebrasu fenis Rekatish, Regardez-vous, in Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. I'm going to pray a threefold prayer. I'll lead it one by one. One, we're going to pray for the men. Using the men in your lives as a point of contact. There are men that you have an idea of. There are men that you're thinking that you know this message immediately is posted.
take the message and share with these people. Let them hear. The words I speak are not just words, but they are spirit and they are life. As many of you can confirm that the words is piercing your soul. It's not because I'm raising my voice or shouting. I'm speaking by an anointing of the burden of the Lord. And then as people begin to hear this, the message begins to pierce their hearts and they're able to receive this. Two, they're going to pray. For one, we are praying for the men. Two, we are, going to, we are going to pray for the women who are mothers, who are raising this man, that the Lord will give them grace to raise godly men. And finally, we are going to pray for the singles, both male, female, that God will open your eyes and God will help you and bring your way one that will fulfill this criteria that God has spoken concerning Abraham. Do you understand? So we're praying threefold prayer. You understand what I'm saying? So the first prayer we're going to pray, we're going to pray for the men. We're going to contend for the souls of men. We'll contend for their souls. Look, these things are not just empty words. You will begin to see the fruits of what I'm talking about. For some of you who have men in your life that are irresponsible and doing, you know, going, you know, putting you through a whole lot, you will begin to see changes. You, these things don't happen by force, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, said God. Lift your voice and begin to pray concerning the men in your lives. Your fathers, some of you have fathers that are not doing right. Begin to commit them into prayer. That the spirit of the Lord will arrest them. Lift your voice and pray. Everyone, unmute your minds. Lord, we pray for the men. We pray for the men. We pray for the men. Oh Lord, we speak words of this men that the men will walk in the fear of the Lord, that they will walk conscious, worthy of the glory of. we're going to pray for the men that are trying, Amen. that are working hard, 
But things are just a bit difficult for them. We're going to pray that the Lord will release grace upon them today. That grace to make the journey easy will come upon them. Let's lift our voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit the men unto your mighty hand. The men who go who are working hard to make ends meet. The men who are doing their responsibilities, taking care of their families, going all out to ensure that their families are protected. Men who require spiritual insight to be able to guide their family aright. Lord, let grace be released unto them now. Let let grace we're going to pray for the women, the mothers, the daughters, the ones that one are taking the responsibilities of their home on their shoulders, ones who are going to battles that to, to contend with the enemy at the gate, but are not properly enforced. We're going to pray for strength. Let grace, God said, the Bible says that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. The grace you require can be found. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find the grace you require. You select the one you need to help in time of 